Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. Last week's radio show and article, The Fifty Shades of the Narcissist, has been a really, really hugely received by the community and I am so, so proud of the community to be able to accept what I wrote and I spoke about and really self-reflect and really examine self, which is what all of my work is about. Now this week... I had no idea what I was going to write about or talk about a couple of days ago because I had so much on in my life and the inspiration hadn't come yet as it often does. So what I did is I asked the Facebook community their thoughts and before long there were many responses and replies on my page. The topics that were requested ranged from trusting your intuition to codependency, boundaries, more on recovery, narcissists in the workplace and much more. And there were also lots of people asking questions about the narcissist, why they do what they do, why they're still acting out, why they're hoovering and much more. Now as I was reading these posts, my stomach started to churn. Those old feelings I feel when I know people are struggling in powerlessness when their energy is focused on the narcissist and not their own healing and development. I totally emphasize with this. I understand it. I used to be there. I know what it's like to be helpless and feel powerless and be stuck like a deer in the headlights thinking you have to learn all about your enemy in order to survive. I know how horrible that place is because the issue is When you are stuck in fear, pain, trauma and survival, you have no power to create your life. This is sadly the legacy of far too many abuse victims and it doesn't need to be. There's far too little understood about energetic law and how life really unfolds. Often people don't start a deeper spiritual personal journey until they have very little choice. And don't realize that law of attraction is a governing force. Meaning, the more I focus on and grant energy to anything, the bigger it gets in my life. Naturally, I understand because I used to live it. The normal human model of, of course I'm going to have my attention fully on what an abuser is doing to me. However, I promise you, this is the number one issue regarding powerlessness and trauma. 
So after reading these Facebook messages, I had to walk away, get my focus on something else and then after my gut stopped twisting, I could reply. And this is what I wrote. If we are looking at this situation of narc abuse to put the effort and focus into healing ourselves and taking our power back, we can have power. Otherwise, we are simply continually handing it over to more of the same. One of the most powerful understandings we can ever have to get out of the narc abuse nightmare is this. I can't get a different result with the same behavior. Being victimized and focused on the narc without taking responsibility to get the focus fully into you is the precise same behavior that doesn't work. I say this with much conviction as well as love. The truth is, many of the topics that people wanted me to write about the narcissist, I've covered them previously. And as a further response, I posted three article links. And these article links will be on the blog tomorrow. Now these particular articles may be helpful for you if you're still asking questions about the narcissist. And my motivation to post these articles on my Facebook page was to encourage people to understand the deeper healing truth, which is, narcissists reflect back to us through abuse our unhealed inner wounds that we need to heal. As a result of this truth, coupled with law of attraction, focusing on the narcissist is a surefire way to not only not do the inner journey on healing our wounds, but it is also a guarantee that the trauma, abuse and devastation will continue in your life. I hope you have understood. I am not the usual blogger or radio host or healer in any shape or form because all of my articles and radio shows are about taking our focus off the narcissist and healing ourselves. Because when we do this, we start to generate a beingness and a life that does not contain, attract or continue to play out narcissistic abuse. We create a life where the narcissist has no choice but to continue on his or her dynamic with someone else on a low vibration. Someone else who can be hooked into powerlessness, fear, pain, righteousness, blame and other low vibration emotions. The consistent pleas on my Facebook page to know more about the narcissist meant I came really, really close to writing an article this week called Take Your Focus Off The Narcissist. But instead I decided to focus on a topic that was requested and one that I have been thinking of writing for a while. One which also fits precisely with feelings of being terrorized and powerless and victimized hence this article and radio show about post-traumatic stress disorder so what is post-traumatic stress disorder there's a website psychologytoday.com which says this about post-traumatic stress disorder post-traumatic stress disorder PTSD is an anxiety disorder that may develop after exposure to a terrifying event or ordeal in which severe physical harm occurred or was threatened. 
Traumatic events that may trigger PTSD include violent personal assaults, natural or unnatural disasters, accidents or military combat. Post-traumatic stress disorder, I believe, is completely consistent with narcissistic abuse because it is a situation where so much is threatened. Our inner being is completely under siege with a narcissist. Narcissists are experts at seeking out weak points and bombarding them relentlessly with heat-seeking scuds. It is like living in a war zone. However, I prefer to think of the symptoms of narcissistic abuse more like complicated post-traumatic stress disorder. And this is what Wikipedia has to say about CPTSD. Complex post-traumatic stress disorder, CPTSD, also known as developmental trauma disorder, is a psychological injury that results from protracted exposure to prolonged social and or interpersonal trauma in the context of either captivity or entrapment, a situation lacking a viable escape route for the victim, which results in the lack or loss of control, helplessness and deformations of identity and sense of self. Now we're definitely getting closer to the truth. The experience of narcissistic abuse is like being trapped. As the narcissist infiltrates all of your psychic, mental and emotional space, one's identity gets less and less and you become diminished severely. This is what helplessness and deformations of identity and sense of self are all about. Absolutely. I have personally experienced complicated traumatic stress disorder and one of its offshoots, agoraphobia, profoundly. As a result of narcissistic abuse, I sweated, I shook, I could not walk out my front door. Everything by association triggered me off. It could be a red t-shirt on the TV, maybe a hairstyle somebody had, a certain car, even the specific colour of any car. It could be the way someone said a word, the way a tree blew, you name it. Everything imaginable would trigger off a panic attack. In fact, every day a meltdown would just come on. And sometimes I had no idea what the trigger was. There was no doubt my mind, adrenals and nervous system were scrambled into a tangled mess with no healthy ability to process anything much without it meaning terror, utter devastation or annihilation. Then there were the psychotic visions. I had repeat nightmares night after night and in total desperation I would sit up in bed like the girl in Nightmare on Elm Street, terrified to sleep, with no idea how I was going to get through that night or the next day. There were days on end that I somehow talked myself out of suiciding. Sometimes I would enlist people to be on suicide watch when I thought I couldn't trust myself. Then the psychotic visions started to happen not just while I was asleep but when I was awake as well. 
when this happened, understandably, I was carted off because I wasn't functioning like a normal human being. And I was told by medical professionals that my adrenal system was shot to bits. I was diagnosed with complicated post-traumatic stress disorder, agoraphobia, and I was told that I'd experienced a complete psychotic breakdown. I didn't need convincing. The day it happened, I remembered having an out-of-body experience, watching myself in a weird, sort of calm, detached fashion, thinking, okay, so that's what happens when your brain finally snaps. I was told I would need years of complete rest and strong antipsychotics to have any hope of functioning. I was told, as a result of the level my breakdown had gone to, that I had very little hope of ever being normal again and I would always have to manage my CPTSD symptoms. Thank God I had my awakening, I was determined to find true solutions and I never accepted that diagnosis as true. So please, please, please know if you are suffering from horrible CPTSD effects and if you've been narcissistically abused, there's every chance that you are, my heart goes out to you hugely because I know trying to survive with it, cope with it and function with it is excruciating. Okay, so enough about that horrible stuff. I want to really tell you the truth about CPTSD. Many people believe complicated traumatic stress disorder can only ever be managed at best, but it can't be healed, or that healing will take many years and many different approaches, including being reliant on outside safe relationships being available, are necessary for the patient to recover. What this means is, is that a safe source or safe sources will need to be consistent and must bear the burden of a great deal of responsibility to assist someone who naturally struggles to trust and who can lack the emotional resources to have and maintain safe relationships due to their own damage. And of course, this person could imagine slights and actions that may not be present and react unhealthily due to their internalized victimized model and their hyper arousal to danger. I do know of gorgeous individuals who have helped victims of abuse and worn the brunt of their dysfunction stoically. I promise you this is the exception rather than the rule. What I also know about this dynamic is often the person suffering CPTSD is enabled to stay unwell and definitely the relationship has limits, struggles and it can't blossom into the joy and expansion healthy relationships have the potential to reach for obvious reasons. This denies both people the joy and love they could experience regardless of whether the carer is a friend, lover, spouse or family member. I promise you I am not being heartless. I can assure you like all of us I would have loved to have been rescued from my own inner torment at the time. Now, today, I am so grateful that I wasn't. For anyone being the safe supportive source, that's a really big call. 
And for the victim of CPTSD, creates an extremely precarious model of conditional reliance. If we gravitate into the beliefs of wanting to be rescued, we usually experience not someone saving us from our wounds, but rather another abuser entering the scene who we believe will rescue us, delivering more of our powerlessness. Tragically, people with complicated traumatic stress disorders generally sabotage relationships which could be healthy and may choose to stay in therapy for decades with therapists as a safe person. They can then become codependently attached and still be not empowered enough to have and maintain healthy, interdependent personal relationships. Law of attraction, as I mentioned previously, is an absolute energetic law that is not given nearly enough recognition in contemporary healing. As per this absolute law, where you are at within yourself is exactly the level of relationships you will attach yourself to and experience. I can remember vividly how healthy people could not bear being around me for long when I was a traumatized, victimized mess. Who could blame them? I was unbearable to be around. Therefore, the likelihood of CPTSD relationships is this. More relationships of abuse, which are attracted by the terror of it coursing through our being, or relationships with individuals and groups sharing war stories, wounds and victimization, which is the usual abuse recovery, in inverted commas, model. So I want to talk to you about is who is really the abuser. Our world is so back the front and so upside down. Trauma from abuse is a significant issue of great proportions. It needs solutions. Yet our world loves to promote and foster staying stuck in the problems. Groups form to share their war stories and pain over and over again rather than taking their power back by going inside themselves and doing the essential inner work to evolve the reasons why they were abused. These people instead stay blaming, shaming and reliving the trauma over and over again. Misery loves company, especially when it's cloaked in indignant righteousness. I promise you I am not having a go at you. I understand it because I used to be stuck in it too. In fact, I know my own indignant righteousness, blaming him for all the problems, being totally obsessed about him and not taking any personal responsibility as to why I was a victim of abuse was what brought me finally to my knees. Our righteous indignation about the evil in the world can become such a preoccupation that it becomes an addiction often masked in the justification. We need to talk about what happened to us repetitively for a long period of time to get it out of our system. And that's a common thrust in abuse forums. It is total fallacy that talking about it in this fashion is going to produce healing. If there is no inner identity healing work, 
which is the directly addressing our subconscious abuse programs. We only activate adrenaline and cortisol and re-traumatize ourselves into deeper and more progressive powerlessness. And we become physiologically addicted to it horrifically. Being stuck in blame, shame and righteousness are total recipes to produce this. I'd like you to imagine that someone shot you once and you then replay the scene a hundred more times, complete with all of the righteous emotional fuel regarding how evil that person is. Do you realize you just shot yourself a hundred more times with the same bullet at even closer range? I promise you this truth which I nearly had to die in order to finally accept. The most destructive of all abuse is self-abuse. You may not have realized you need you more than anyone else to be the healthy person supplying decency, love and support. Not your ex-narc, not your mother, not your father, not your friend and not your co-worker, but you. So how do you become the healthy person in your own life? The answer is this, by working determinedly on healing your own inner wounds. You constantly thinking poisoned, painful, victimized thoughts is as deadly as any self-abuse. And it is more damaging to your psyche by far than what anyone else has ever done to you. Here is another scary fact. Your inner being knows no difference between your destructive thoughts towards another or destructive thoughts towards yourself. They all register as identical self-destruction. It's like continually eating poison and expecting the other person to drop dead. The effects of this are obvious. Victims are incredibly toxic to be around, unless you happen to be one yourself and enjoy feeding each other's toxicity. This is why my gut turns now and has for some time when I read victimized posts because I've healed to a level where it is poison to me. I emphasize greatly, I'll say it again, I feel for people and I know what it's like to be there but I just can't go back to it. It's too damaging. I also can't go along with it. I won't feed it because I know it only cements powerlessness even more. It breaks my heart every time I see someone post about their pain and someone responds to them with more about how evil a narcissist is or how bad their narcissist is. How on earth does this empower people or help them heal? It doesn't and it never will. The truth is our complicated traumatic stress disorders are caused not so much as a result of what happened to us. They are established by our stunted personal development and accompanying victimized perception of these events. And they build and intensify as a result of us being locked into the contemporary victim model and continually re-traumatizing ourselves. 
I promise you, I am not discounting your trauma in any shape or form. I've lived it. I know it to be real. And I am passionate about solutions instead of staying stuck in the problems. Because I know how many people have died from this. And I know I was a hair's breadth of that myself. I want to help you awaken with these truths. Because that is the first step for you to start setting yourself free. So now I really hope you totally understand the goal. Which is heal to a level where you stop abusing and traumatizing yourself. Narcissists are narcissists. They do what they do and you can't change them. But I promise you this with all of my heart. Because this is the model I live and the one that has worked for thousands of other people who I've helped heal. This model is about law of attraction. And it goes like this. When you are no longer a vibrational match for a narcissist, when you no longer are a low vibration of blame, shame, victimization and powerlessness, the narcissist cannot operate in your life experience. This means it stops. Even the rubbish that happens with co-parenting and custody cases. The narcissist has to take their antics elsewhere. After I decided to write this article about post-traumatic stress disorder, I announced it on my Facebook page that that's what I was going to be doing. Many people responded and it was clear to see the people who were still in the throes who haven't yet anchored into the inner work as opposed to those who have. One lady wrote, CPTSD is the devil. It runs my whole life as well as the lives of my nine-year-old twin daughters. It is horrible in every way. And another Facebook member wrote this. My PTSD consisted of obsessive thoughts and chest pains for nearly two years. But it did not start to shift and heal until I started Quanta Freedom Healing to release it. Now I have no symptoms whatsoever. It's hard to imagine I lived my life under that much stress after how I feel now. We are not meant to live our lives in that much pain. So I want to have this discussion, this conversation about the belief that our brains are damaged as a result of PTSD. Medical professionals would have us believe that we have severe damage to our brain as a result of trauma disorders. It has been scientifically evidenced that PTSD creates physical changes to the hippocampus, a part of the brain involved in learning and memory as well as the handling of stress. Often the, med the medial prefrontal cortex, which is an area of the brain that regulates our emotional response to fear and stress, is also damaged. Because there is damage to our brains and our dire inability to separate the past from the present, our brain can't process information effectively without triggering our survival centers, which fills our bodies with the chemicals adre adrenaline and cortisol. And these chemicals have dire effects over long-term periods. Yes, that is the physical condition, absolutely. There is damage. However, there is a vital component that modern medicine and psychology leave out of the picture. The fact that our bodies, systems and brains are profoundly powerfully coded mechanisms geared towards well-being. Our natural state, including our brain, is wholeness and well-being. 
To allow this, we just need to effort to create an environment where this natural state can occur. Just like our bodies will repair themselves masterfully when we take out the toxins that are causing an unnatural environment, so does our brain. Neuron scientists Dr. Joe Dispenza and Dr. Bruce Lipton are much closer to the true model of healing. They assert that when you change the subconscious program conditions within your body, namely your emotions, then your mind will reflect that shift. In other words, when you do the work on your inner being with the use of tools which can release the trauma out of your subconscious, which is coded into every cell in your body, then your mind will immediately shift to reflect that. In other words, when you get a body shift, your mind just heals. I certainly experienced this. With the use of energetic healing modalities focused on releasing my very young traumas, which were the exact unhealed wounds which caused me to be an adult abuse victim, it took me only two months to have no complicated traumatic stress disorder symptoms. No more everyday triggers, flashbacks, meltdowns, stinking thinking, suicidal thoughts, nightmares or panic attacks because my inner wounds that were fueling my symptoms just weren't there anymore. Agoraphobia was a bit more persistent. I needed to develop quantum freedom healing to heal that. Now my healing breakthrough was in stark contrast to where medical professionals and psychologists had taken me. Within psychology, there wasn't a method to find, let alone release, this original causation wounding. All we did was talk about the abuse. And my only hope to cope was medication to tell my symptoms to shut up without healing them. Now, I want you to understand that that was my personal experience and I would never dissuade anyone who feels they need medication for any reason. And of course, there are wonderful therapists who do promote and create self-empowerment. It certainly wasn't my experience and it hasn't been the experience of lots of people in this community. So why weren't we taught the truth about how powerfully we can heal? If we just knew how to do it, that's a topic for another day. So what's the goal in order to heal CPTSD? The first step is to realize healing will not come from being stuck in what happened to me. It can only come from an inward journey, journey and healing release regarding why this happened to me. It's so important to understand the goal is to stop shooting ourselves repeatedly with the same bullet. When we have extreme trauma, it is incredibly difficult to stop doing this with the use of our mind or just by making a decision. The deal is this. We are trying to beat a horrific, activating, roaring inner wounds which are fueling this incredible addiction to victimization, which is peptide addiction. And if you've watched my three videos on YouTube, you'll understand more about peptide addiction. So we are literally addicted to traumatized thoughts. Every cell in our body is screaming for higher doses of the trauma-laced chemical peptides our brain is creating and distributing. 
just as destructively as a heroin addict is addicted to heroin. So to even want to put the focus in a healing ourselves, we have to be prepared to look at life at an energetic level. We need to acknowledge law of attraction. And our human fear is that if we take our focus off the narcissist and put it fully into healing ourselves, that we're going to be unarmed, defenseless and totally vulnerable. I know it's counterintuitive initially to let this go. However, it's essential because this illusion is not the truth. The truth is you the more you focus on the narcissist by trying to defend, trying to arm yourself and trying to survive, the more you are feeding the narcissist to continually to continue attacking you and attack they do. In my situation, it wasn't until I stopped defending, fearing, obsessing, trying to force accountability, trying to defend my name and trying to stay one step ahead of him, trying to rip apart my life and business. It wasn't until I stopped doing that and let go and put 100% focus into myself that it all stopped. What had been taking place for several years all came abruptly to an end. Absolutely, I still suffered horrendous losses on many levels. However, the stalking ended, the threats ended, the contact ended and the smear campaigns all fell over and he was exposed. And even better... My health and life started to turn around very quickly because the good stuff now had the space in my body to start showing up in my life purely because I changed my vibration from the survival, the low levels of fear, pain, blame and victimization to a higher level of self-devotion and enough self-love to work hard at releasing my emotional wounds out of my body in order to get well. I was no longer a vibration for him to continue abusing or to continue receiving more low vibrational realities in my life. And this is the truth for all of us. I see and receive the evidence of identical healing breakthroughs within this community every single day. My greatest realization I had when I had the awakening after my psychotic breakdown was this. The narcissist came into my life for the very purpose of granting me the knowledge of what I needed to heal. It wasn't even about him, it was really about me. After that understanding, I refused medication, talked my way out of being institutionalized and within months, had overcome nervous system disorders that were deemed a medical impossibility to heal. All because I heard, accepted and acted on the truth. What is necessary to get out of traumatic disorders is accept the truth. Stop making it about the narcissist and you being a victim and take your power back by realizing what your soul is urging you to do, which is heal and evolve. This is about choosing to come out of the slumber and awaken to the truth. This means stopping, participating and fueling victimization because all this does is feed narcissists. It's the energy that allows them to exist and keep doing what they do. Truly, like all childish, powerless bullies 
who work on inciting others to get attention. When you no longer get hooked and stop handing over power, the narcissist runs out of fuel. In no way does this mean don't have boundaries, including authorities if necessary. Rather, it means release the wounds inside you, causing you to be terrorized, triggered and feeling powerless, incensed, devastated, brutalized, etc. So that you can operate from solid emotional detachment in your power. And that's when your boundaries will be powerful. I promise you. Wait and see just how powerless a narcissist becomes when you get to that level. So it's all about stopping focusing on their sickness and healing your own. So what are the tools to heal CPTSD? Cognitive therapy does not go in deep enough, not nearly enough, point blank. A great talk therapist may help support you and manage CPTSD, but they can't help you heal it. To heal CPTSD, you need tools that will get into your subconscious and find and release the original causation healing for you. Naturally, I am going to recommend my healing program, NARP the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program, which contains Quantum Freedom Healing, which is the tool I developed to do this. Now, for those of you that want to find out more about that, you'll be able to see on my blog tomorrow that there is a webinar link where you can actually sample Quantum Freedom Healing and find out more about the program. Now, additionally, these other tools are also definitely looking in the right direction. Kinesiology, emotional freedom technique, also known as EFT or tapping, body code work, any healing modality which communicates directly with your subconscious. And then as supplements, yoga, qigong, massage, holistic chiropractors, flower essences, etc. The absolute truth is this. Any emotional, mental and even physical dis-ease is all related to trapped painful emotions, traumas in your subconscious stopping you from living, being and generating your natural coded well-being. Many people on Facebook wrote messages wanting to know, is this PTSD and giving details of the trauma or what does this mean or that mean, etc.? I really want you to know it all means the same thing regardless of the label or regardless of the manifestation. All of their agonies, fear, pain, betrayals, anguish, powerlessness and torment, they are all inside you and they can be released. In other words, anything and everything that goes into your cellular subconscious To find and release toxic, dense emotions is beneficial. And you can work with more than one tool simultaneously. My Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program trains and directs you how to do this as a daily tool, specific to recovering from narcissistic abuse. And other energy healing practitioners, such as the modalities that I mentioned, who are skilled, can help you do that as well. Then... When you are doing this, now that you are focusing on detoxifying yourself and raising your vibration to a higher one, you need to become very, very fussy. 
about what people and recovery groups you get involved in. So are these groups led by people who are thriving or still victimised? Are the messages about powerlessness, blame and shame? Or are they about solutions, healing and empowerment? Do you feel hope and upliftment, and upliftment when you're involved in these groups? Or are you charged up and venting? Maintaining a high vibration is exactly the reason why my NARP Members Community Forum is a private closed group. It's only NARP members in there. And it's operating under the assistance of thrivers and a firm code of conduct. And the love, assistance and solutions is incredible in this group because powerless victimization is not allowed. So I hope that this has given you a lot of food for thought regarding traumatic disorders and lots of hope. Most of all, I hope it has started awakening you to the truth so that you don't have to continue down this ongoing, possibly never-ending path of suffering. I know that if I can heal from where I went to, you can too. Many people already have. So the blog article will be up tomorrow and to find my blog article, all you need to do is go to www.blog.melanietoniaevans.com and you'll see all of the links there, everything that I've written. And I really look forward to your comments and questions on the blog and please, I really want to motivate you to share this article around to abuse forums where people are stuck in the trauma and the helplessness of post-traumatic, sorry, complicated traumatic stress disorder. Because the way it's all being conducted is actually keeping people and re-traumatizing them further, keeping them stuck. And it needs to stop. So that's it from me, everybody. I look forward to your comments on Facebook as well as the blog. And lots of love. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.